Hello, 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 and welcome to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every two weeks, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and another person, Tom Lawrenson, we discuss a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and then we talk about other stuff as well. This week, we are on episode 125, and we are on chapter 28 of book five, Snape's Worst Memory. Now, for some reason, I've got my camera on the right-hand side, so it's going to look odd when I'm talking to Tom. Tom, how are you? Ciento y veinte cinco. I am unwell. Oh, what? Oh. What's up with you? Did the... Tuesday, yeah? Yeah. You heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it time to time, yeah. Mm. Tuesday. Wake up in the morning. Tuesday. I'm having fine. I'm kicking, I'm jumping around. I'm not jumping around, I'm just going around my day, having a nice time. Towards the evening, yeah, something happens within my body. Oh, no. My lower back begins to hurt. I'm getting like massive... If my body's in a certain way, I'm getting pain in my back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, you know, I don't complain. I go to bed, wake up the next day. I couldn't move throughout the night. I'm trying to toss... You know, you toss and turn when you sleep. Toss. Yeah. Uh, toss. Uh, toss. Hey, I don't hear much turning in there. I hear a bit of tossing. <laughs> but I don't hear much turning. <laughs> oh... oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that the funniest thing I've ever said? It might be, yeah. Should we just stop recording? Just release this as the episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can, it's causing me great pain. When my dad yeah. feels pain, my dad, my, my dad feels great pain. He makes this noise where he goes like this. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. That's the kind of, <laughs> like a dog in the cold. That, <laughs> that's the kind of thing. If he hits his thumb with a hammer, he'll go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really. It's like I don't know. He bites down on a needle or something. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So I wake up. I'm like, oh, dying. I'm thinking. I'm pottering around. The only t- place I feel yeah. comfortable is lay completely flat. So I'm like, maybe I've not done enough walking. So meet Lucy in town after work. Walk there. I'm hobbling there. I'm hobbling. Yeah. Get some ibuprofen. Uh, go for a meal. Think nothing of it. Go back to bed. Next day, I'm just as bad. Yeah. What's it? Yeah. That's Thursday. Is that funny or something uh, or what? I don't know. Have some ibuprofen. Friday, I'm bad. Ibuprofen kind of goes a bit like you forget about it after a while. Get mm. used to it. Being sat down for long stretches is bad. Being stood up for is good. Uh, yesterday was bad, and today is uh, still bad. So that's annoying. Mm. Will you seek help for this uh, rheumatism? The thing is. This is me. This is my cry for help. Yeah. 
right, I'm the wrong person. I, you know, you should be speaking to maybe a doctor, maybe a chiropractor. Possibly some co-host. You've got glasses. I have got glasses. I've also got pen and pad. Hang on, we could... I might be able to help you. Hang on. Let me, no, uh, but you've got a first in your degree as well. Yeah. Let me uh, write some things down. Hey, that's give too many licks to that pen. <laughs> it was dry. Alright, write it down. Mm, okay. What's with old people in licking pens? Uh, let me just. Uh, <laughs> and old people they can't turn a page in a book, can they? They have to go lick their thumb first before flicking through it. Wrinkly fingers got no grip. Right. <laughs> Anyway, I've listened to your complaint, uh, Mr. Laurinson, and uh, yes, yes, that's my recommendation. What? It's doctor. so blurry. You're gonna have to read it to me. <laughs> doctor, go see doctor. What about a wellness what? spa? Maybe going into a sauna or something, or having a massage might be nice for you. Oh, I know the type of massages you're on about. You're on about the type of massages where you lie down and at the end you say to the woman, can I have a happy ending toss me off massage, please? And then you get arrested. You've played this trick on me before. I will not have you play <laughs> it on me again. You bloody yeah. love. I you bloody love. That was a completely different <laughs> trick in the supermarket where I said, if you queued up for the supermarket and they say, can I have cash back? And you go, yeah, and a happy ending, tossed off, please. <laughs> and you <laughs> fell for it then. <laughs> and you're going to fall for it now. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but the thing is about, you have back pain. Yeah, I do, I have back pain. It happens when I sleep, I get back pain. Do you really? Well, you go to the doctor, you go, excuse me, doctor, I've got pain in my back. They go, how oh, old are you? And you go, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they go, uh, are you a fat bastard? And I go, uh, not really. And they go, uh, ibuprofen then. Said, Fuck off. That's what they do. Yeah, well, I never got that far with my one. <laughs> First two questions they asked me, and then uh, they told me to take more exercise and eat more healthily. So you, you got further than I did with the doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah. I respect doctors, but at the end of the day, it's, I've not been in an accident. I'm not in constant pain. It's just certain pain. I kind of yeah. think this is what yeah. I imagine it is. You know, <laughs> you diagnose yourself. I think yeah. I've got a, a, a nerve, like a, like a nerve that's gone under, like is in between one of my vertebrae. I don't know if that's possible, but I kind of think one of my vertebrae is pinching it like that with its lips. Oh yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Trap nerve. Who knows? Yeah. Well, Amy, send well. Gregor around in a cab. <laughs> I'll pay the fare. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> God, how much would that cost? Hundreds. <clears throat> so you're not doing well. Have you managed to still uh, be up to things despite having a dodgy back? Um, <clears throat> bits. Bobs. Um, mm. What have I been up to? I can't. Don't know what my life has become. Yeah. It's like a, it's like you you unthaw me every week for this. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, 
I give him a ring, Lucy opens up his coffee, gets him out, <laughs> on the chair. Yeah. Oh dear. Well, I've been insulted this week. One Tell me second. about that. Tossing and turning. Uh, Tossing and turning, uh, very good. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Tossing and turning, very good. Go on. I was insulted, insulted by my ins German teacher. Right. Okay. Tell right. me more. So, the topic of this week's lessons, right, was books and reading books, right? So, if you read a lot of books in the UK, in English, what might you be called if you read books all the time? Bookworm. Bookworm, right. Bookworm, right? Turns out that that is not the only word that they use in Germany. They've got another word, right? So I'm sat in the German lesson, and she's asking everybody what they read. And she goes, Lucas, do you read a lot? And I was like, yeah, sometimes I don't read that often, but then sometimes I read loads. And she goes, you're a reading rat, aren't you? Turns out that bookworm is in German, Buchewurm. But turns out there's another word, which is laser ratter. So she turns to me in German, this one, she goes, you're a reading rat, aren't you? And I went, you fucking what? <laughs> when you're a reading rat, I said, I'll break your jaw. I'll break your jaw. Reading rat. <laughs> What were you then? A reading rat. Reading rat, yeah, you slut. Hey! <laughs> Bloody, that's a bit extreme, that one, isn't it? <clears throat> reading. Reading. <laughs> it's good a little Yeah, you're a cockroach, right? You scum. Yeah, reading rat. You're a, you're a slug, miss. Miss, do you call a miss? No. <laughs> Adults, miss, miss, can you go to the toilet? Right, you're an adult here. This is an adult learning group. You don't have to ask. You can just go to the toilet. <clears throat> Harry Potter hey, I forgot to... and the reading yeah. rat. Rat. Did I tell you about the guy who sometimes brings in his son to the lesson? Uh, no, but tell me more. So, a couple of weeks ago, one of the guys who's in the course, right, he just brings his son without asking if he can bring in his son, right? Mm. So, we're all sat there doing a lesson, <laughs> all adults, and then he's there with his 10-year-old kid, and uh, at the end of the lesson, the teacher's like, oh, I bet this was boring for you, wasn't it? And the son goes, yeah. Son well, fluent in English? No, in German now. Well, yeah, German. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, so that's all well and good. He's come a couple of times. Last week, this bloke comes in. He brings both, he brings two sons this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're there doing this course, and there's a little lad and a littler lad, and they're there like that, looking round, and they can't believe that people are in lessons eating snacks, 
on their phones, drinking Coca-Cola. Adult school is cool. I feel like turning to this bloke and go, hey, bring the whole family next week, eh? Mum, dad, grandma, granddad, cousins. Oh, I'll tell you what, we'll do it round at your house. Yeah, save the bother. Yeah. Not as if we're all paying for this. I'd be annoyed at that. Because that well, yeah, because then like the teacher felt bad about them being there. So well, we what? were like, uh, last week we were describing a picture. So we were all given a picture and part of the exam in March is you have to describe what you see. She spent like 10 minutes doing it with the kids as well. Like, they don't have to get their B1 examination in March in order to stay in the country. <laughs> what if... um? What if everyone brought their kids? I know. That'd be fun. Sorry, well, Lucas. Sorry, Lucas. There's no more uh, space for you in this uh, in this lesson. Uh, <laughs> it's full of kids now. Yeah. What? Everyone's brought their kids, even the, the people in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, yeah, they brought their adult children as well. Well, here you go. So here's a bit of cheese and here's a book, you reading rat. <laughs> You're a reading rat, aren't you? <laughs> reading, are you? Dirty. Reading by the bins. <laughs> reading rat. Oh, get a bit of rat poison for you, you reading rat. Enjoying your, your vernacular, you vermin. We're never six foot away from one of you, are we? You breeding rat. So <laughs> 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 well, I suppose uh, a big god of worms quite bad as well. I suppose if you went to another country, well, you're a worm, aren't you? Well, it's a bit horrible. Worms got better associations than rat. Yeah, I suppose. Wiggly well, worm. Well, it's the idea that you'd find a worm in a book like you'd find a worm in an apple. Did people used to find books in worms in books? No, no. I think it's like the idea that you could find a worm in an apple. And then the idea that you're a, a bookworm because you could be finding a book. I like a reading rat. If you saw a rat reading, it'd make you feel a bit... Well, oh, yeah. would you feel scared? Or would you feel, like, I don't know, less threatened? One, is it a nerd? But two, is it learning about humans? And it's like, I'm going to take you bastards down. Yeah, is it getting clever? Yeah, bloody hell. Well, a kid found a rat on the school playground uh, last week. Oh! He was like, sir, a rat, a rat. You like, can't, get, look at it, can't get a break in this country. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's not the teachers, it's the bloody kids. <laughs> oh. Yes, yes, I'm a rat, I'm a rat. No, no, sir, I found a rat. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it oh, was yeah. all squished and dead. But it was there. Yeah, yeah, I'm a rat. Yeah, yeah, I'm a rat. Yeah, yeah, I'm a rat. <laughs> no, sir. Huh? Oh. Oh, flame at me. Hey, okay. and speaking of animals... Yeah. Yesterday, Martina and I went to a, a wild park, like a wildlife sanctuary type thing. Tell me right. more. And you got to feed all the animals. 
Right. But there was an amazing bit where you could walk in and there were deer and the deer would come up to you and they would eat from your hand. Which is crazy because you assume that they're all going to be so skittish. Well, we were driving in the countryside yesterday and we were driving a really remote bit and, you know, like some cows, they're just not asked by humans because they see so many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a load of cows. It's like they've never seen people before. They're like, all of them by the gate like this. Oh. Were they? <laughs> <laughs> it's like our farmer, but more of them. What was your favourite? I think there's a video of me when uh, feeding some goats, and there's a goat that tries to get on me back. What was the favourite animal you saw? Hmm, I don't know. There were lots of animals with, like, great big horns. They were quite impressive. Like, bisons and elks and stuff like that. But uh, I think the deers was amazing, just because you could actually walk in amongst them and they'd come to you. It was quite uh, it was quite fantastic, really. You're a reading rat. <sighs> You're a reading rat. But, yeah, I could probably upload that. That's quite a funny video of me with those goats. I'd probably put it on our, on our Instagram or something. Upload it, yeah. You sent me two videos. One of you dancing to Filthy Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, it was us singing on New Year's Eve in the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I was driving. Oh, that's a crime. And you were in the back singing. But do you know why I sent you those videos? Because Martina's got a new phone. So she was uh, going through all her old videos and stuff. And she sent me those too. Oh. So I thought I'd pass them on. That's nice. What else have I been up to? A week's gone by. I don't know. A week has gone by. Um, well, I've had this back pain for a week now. It's been holding me back. Yeah. Mm. Well, I tried to get us out of that. Uh, <laughs> it's the Border Vision podcast. <laughs> so, Tom, if you got no more updates. Oh, we've got wasps in our loft. I don't know if I've mentioned that. Oh, wasps in the loft. And a, a man came round. Yeah. We had him fumigated. Yeah. And then man said, oh, come get rid of them for 50 quid. You know, like all the dead ones, all the nest and that. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Here's 50. Yeah, here's 100. Here's a grand. Just have it all. Here's the, here's the keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, well, that's a lovely story. Have you heard about these uh, bed bugs in Paris? I have not heard about these bed bugs in Paris. What are, what's happening? So in all public transport, there's bed bugs on all of yeah. the metro and stuff. And there's like stacks Ooh. of mattresses in Paris thrown out because people are infested with bed bugs. Ooh. And my feed, nice. my feed on my phone has become quite like dominated by it. And this, uh, this, yeah. this, this exterminator man, I was like, do you do all pests to him? And he goes, yes, I do all pests. And I was like, have you heard about the bed bugs? <laughs> and he goes, what's this? I was like, bed bugs in Paris, and they're coming here. And he goes, he went to me, they're already here. 
And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. That's ominous, isn't it? Mm. Sounds like a weird romance novel, that, doesn't it? Bedbugs in Paris. Oh, the brand new Danielle Steele book. Maybe they'd get to... Bedbugs in Paris. Maybe they'd get to Germany quicker on, like, you know, one of them trans-European uh, train lines. Well, exactly. They wouldn't have to book the, the Channel Tunnel, would they? They'd have to get Channel Tunnel. People... to go direct. But it's bad. Yeah, it's my, my week's been... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I've been struggling sleeping as well because the bad back. <laughs> and I go on my phone... And I don't know whether it tires me out or it stimulates me more, but I just read about... It stimulates you. I've read about... It stimulates you. I've read about horrific news going on in the world. And the thing is about Twitter... Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is about Twitter, they show you horrific videos that you shouldn't be allowed to see. Like, there's no censorship. Right. Oh, dear. Like, people getting killed and stuff. Here we go. Uh, In the France, the situation has gone from bad to worse. Schools have been forced to close due to the infestations, while residents of Marcel have been dumping mattresses in the streets in a desperate attempt to get rid of the creatures. Even sniffer dogs have been deployed to counter the menace. Now, what can sniffer dogs do against bed bugs? Yeah, what are they going to do? Sniff at a mattress and bark. We knew they were going to be there. You didn't have to search the whole room. We were guessing that the bed bugs were going to be in the bed or the furniture. Has anyone got bed bugs? Any of our listeners? Yeah, if any listeners have got bed bugs or nits or worms, let us know and we'll give you a shout out on next week's episode of the podcast. Have you ever had worms, Lucas? As a boy, yeah. yeah. Poor boy. Some tablets. Yeah, some tablets. I've never had nits, though. Mm. Um, I don't think. And uh, I don't think I've ever had bed bugs, either. Have you ever had gout? No, I've never had gout. Ever had leprosy? Um, hmm. Have I ever had hmm. leprosy? I've had leprosy, yeah. I oh, yeah. died yeah, yeah. and I came back to life. And uh, now I'm hosting a Potvision podcast with the Reading Rat. The Reading Rat. Well, I've been a rat this week because I've been reading chapter 28, <laughs> book five, Snape's Worst Memory. Tell me about it, Stud. The worst has happened. Umbridge has been promoted to the headmaster or mistress of Hogwarts. Uh, everyone's annoyed, but everyone is excited about Dumbledore's famous flight from the Ministry officials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Malfoy is now part of uh, an even more powerful group under Umbridge that can deduct or award house points. Peeves has been uh, expelled, and uh, bloody hell, there's a lot going on. But Harry is continuing with his occlumency lesson. Mm. <clears throat> he sees Snape putting some of his silvery memories into the fancy, and then he gets taken away by Malfoy. Right? And Harry decides he's going to have a little look at Snape's memories. Mm. 
Turns out the memory he sees is of his dad and Sirius Black bullying Snape as a teenager. Right? They're hanging him up by his leg. They're threatening to take his underpants off. Yeah? There's a lot going on. And Harry's thinking, whoa, maybe my dad was a bit of an ass." And also his mum defending Snape, not interested in Harry's dad at all. What's that all about? Fred and George set off loads of fireworks and it annoys Umbridge. And that is the end of Snape's worst memory. Oh, 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 spooky. It really is October, isn't it? Yeah. This spooky episode of the Pottervision podcast. Bullying. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, potions. Uh, mind reading. Mm. Witches and wizards. Ooh! Ooh! Yeah, bloody hell. It's almost like every week's Halloween reading these books, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Umbridge has been headmistress, yeah. I feel like this plotline has been really well built up and set out. It has slowly been reaching to a climax, and now Umbridge has full authority at Hogwarts School. If you were a parent or a kid opposed to Umbridge, would you be tempted to just, like, leave school? It's just like, go to a different school. There isn't another school. You're donezo, right? Well, you know, maybe Muggle School... The thing school. is, these things happen in increments. So you're like, Dumbledore's not there anymore. So you're like, oh, okay. Umbridge is there, though. Who's that? She's an MP. Oh, okay. That should be fine, then. People don't know that she's evil. The mm. only people who know she's evil in the world are in the Dumbledore's army. Yeah. That's true. Do you know what's mad, though? Like, because they don't do English and they don't do maths. And, like... These kids coming out of Hogwarts with like hardly any basic like reading and arithmetic skills. What like? What? How are they looking coming out of there? Because <laughs> if they've only done like they don't have they do, if they can't do like basic arithmetic, they don't have um. What do you call it? They don't have arithmetic, spelling, any stuff like that. But what they do have is they all seem to yeah. have. A million different ways of torturing each other. I know. Stupefy. Bubble mouth. Bubble mouth. Bubble mouth? And you can't solve these simultaneous equations, but you can do bubble mouth. Great. (laughs) But also, they don't do any sport either. Slug mouth. They've got to keep fit as human beings. They've got to keep fit as human beings. Flying's not sport. Like sporty at all. That's like driving. I I, I have to disagree with you, brother. I think Go they're on. getting thirty thousand steps a day going round Hogwarts. Oh yeah, maybe actually. <laughs> Look, they've got the legs of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they've got the arms. They're of all wearing bloody uh, braces <laughs> on their trousers. I can't bloody keep these. <laughs> I'm so skinny. That's why they're eating so much at lunch. There. <laughs> Three massive meals a day because they're doing 50,000 steps. Right. Off to potions. Oh, God. 
their their school is like walking across I don't know Edinburgh. You're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> think, Bloody hell, a kick from one of them would hurt you, wouldn't it? Bloody muscle legs. Oh, I've left my uh, I left my quill in my bedroom. Go get it. Well, I'll see you tomorrow then. <laughs> oh, they haven't, they haven't come up with something to sort this out. All this magic. And here I am with cramp coming to the next lesson. <laughs> they should all be walking around Hogwarts with massive, like, bottles of water. <laughs> Stay hydrated, you lot. <laughs> yeah. Can I use water mouth? No. Just the house elves giving them bottles on the way past. Pour it on the head. Keep walking. <laughs> I remember like watching that as a kid. I remember seeing like a London marathon, right? And it was like one of the leaders or whatever. They'd be like running, and then they grab a bottle of water from someone, empty it over their head, and chuck the bottle on the road. And I used to think, how disrespectful. Well, they should be disqualified for that. The chucking the bottle thing is normal. Um, so I did a ten. Yeah, I did weird, a ten k, and they got a load of bottles of water out, and I was like, "All right, then I'll have one." Everyone was grabbing yeah. them, and they were drinking a bit, then just chucking them, yeah. and I was like, "I don't know what's happening here." So I was like, yeah. "Seems rude to chuck it." So I'm running, and I just drink in one go a liter of water, <laughs> and then I had a massive cramp because I had yeah. a belly full yeah. of water. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, how come you didn't beat your personal best this time? Well, that's find the nearest recycling bin. Uh, lost me five. Harry minutes. is the school gossip. He's going around telling everyone what happened oh, in yeah. Dumbledore's office. I'll, sh- I- I'll tell you what, I don't know who's worse for yeah. telling people what happened Harry or me and you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I'll tell you who else is a gossip the Fat Friar. Ernie McMillan's like, oh, the Fat Friar told me all about it. What's Fat Friar doing? Gossiping with children. Uh, excuse me, Fat Friar. <laughs> How about oh. Fat Friar in the first film when he comes out like this? <laughs> <laughs> right, we don't do that. And you should know that because you've been going to this school for 400 years. We don't run around going, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> These kids are meant to feel welcome in the first year. We don't need He's you scaring doing them. What's Fat Friar's name? Fat Friar's name. My name's Fat Friar. <laughs> what's, your, what's your actual name? I don't know. He was portrayed Everyone calls by... me Fat Friar. What's your name? Nathan. I'll call you that then. <laughs> yeah, call you Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have any name, I don't think, but he's portrayed by Simon Fisher Beckett. Simon and he was only in the first film. <laughs> he won't let back after that. <laughs> We're trying to film here, Nathan. We're trying to film. All right, someone take Nathan out for a sandwich or something. Give him a break. All right, he's overwhelmed himself. <laughs> All right, can I just say... Now, Malfoy is part of the Inquisitorial Squad. Right, that is the least cool-sounding gang in the world. I think anything with the word squad in it. Suicide nasty. squad. Blazing squad. 
Or Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, is that those... Um, is that... Uh, what's it called? How they I don't know. It's a load of crap, in it? But let me tell you this. You, what are you saying yeah. about Malfoy? <laughs> He's in a group with a stupid name. Get who else is in that group but Peeves? Is that a cool group to be in? You're in a group gang with the caretaker. It's pathetic. <laughs> Phil, do you mean Peeves has been yeah, expelled? Phil, <laughs> well, let me tell you this. Filch, he needs to retire. Why is yeah. why is he so yeah, obsessed he with harming children? Of all the people being sacked, he should be the first. He's always, oh, I wish I wish you'd let me all tie them up by their thumbs. This is a safeguarding concern. Oh, I know. You say that, but then he he says later he goes, "Well, I'll soon be allowed to do all of that with you." They're pushing boundaries here. Malfoy deducts Hermione five points for being a mudblood. Right. Right. I have been accused of having quite strict rules put in place, but I do not condone racism or child torture. <laughs> Those are not under my new regime, Filch and Malfoy. Uh, so no deducting points for somebody being mixed what, yeah, blood. What, so and no I'm sorry, you two, but what did you think I had in mind when I became head teacher? I'm just trying to get a lot more strict with the students. No secret mm. clubs. Like, we've got to concentrate on education. Who yeah. said you could start spanking people? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, Malfoy, why are all the ginger students in a corner? Don't know. That was, I've never mentioned that. I've never mentioned that. <laughs> Filch, put the, put the dagger away. Put the dagger away. <laughs> Just want to get under there now. <sighs> well, you're a monster. Umbridge has a meeting with Harry Potter. She's like, about time me and you sat down for an old chin wag. He goes, sure. She goes, can I get you a drink? He's like, yeah. mm, not thirsty. She goes, please, let me get you a drink. And he's like, oh, my God. Fine, I'll have a cup of tea. Yeah. She's got his uh, back to him for like half an hour. She makes his cup of tea. He's like, he thinks nothing. He thinks it's yeah. probably fine. But then he thinks, oh, I don't think yeah. Mad Eye Moody would like it if I was drinking a drink that took half an hour to prepare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a bit slow on the uptake, isn't he? I myself, Lucas, wouldn't drink poison, even under pressure. If someone, was, if, if someone put some poison in front of me, they'd like, drink that. I think I'd, no. How about you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, even if someone tried to peer pressure me into it, if someone was like, right, cup of poison, drink that. No, I'm all right. You're a pussy or something. Uh, maybe, maybe I am. Yeah, I just don't want to drink poison. Oh, uh, mm, not one of the lads. Don't be a dead lad. So not drinking this poison. I think it's truth serum, isn't it? Yeah, I was thinking it'd be that, yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon it affects the taste of tea? Do you reckon you could detect it in there? Bit She's stupid as well. Does this look like drinking to you? Yeah, it does actually. <laughs> How about this? Does this look like drinking to you? Yeah, because you're drinking. 
Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Your mouth went open, you're like. It's just all a bit obvious, isn't it? She's turning into Mrs. Doyle from Father Ted. Go on, just another... Go on, 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 go on. And then it takes about ten minutes to be like, oh, maybe this drink is poisoned. Mm-hmm. Mm. Raggy. Yeah, it's a bit of truth tea, right? Well, it doesn't reveal anything. And the meeting gets cut short by a massive bang. Because mm. Fred and George have enchanted some fireworks and they've set them off in the hall. And just in time, actually, because things were getting a bit miserable, weren't they? I think we needed a bit of, uh, you know, a few Catherine wheels and a few, a few rockets to get things going. Uh, don't know. Don't know. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Fred and George, like, I think people always think of them as being a bit daft, but they're, they're quite talented with magic, aren't they, to be able to make all these things? Absolutely. I'd say so. Well, Dumbledore's never made these things. He's, oh, I've got a Deluminator. They've just made a, a, a firework that is a fire-breathing dragon. Yeah? You can turn the lights off. Which out of these? Oh, yeah, you can do that, and then a flame. Yeah? Look what they've done. Catherine wheels that multiply when you try and get rid of them. <laughs> Imagine Dumbledore practising that, looking like he's warming up for a long jump. <laughs> I love the, the two warm-up ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that was probably Tom's referring to a piece of stand-up material, which is probably the closest bit of material to, like, generic stand-up material or accessible stand-up material I ever did, which was observation about how most people start a clap before they do a long jump, and then doing that for things like boxing and snooker. (laughs) 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 Oh, very good. Yeah, so that was an idea I had about 10 years ago. So, <laughs> did it always and work? Not a one since. Hey, um, and yeah, what a publicity stunt as well. Like, Fred and George are hoping to set up this uh, joke shop. What better publicity than this fantastic firework display that lasts for more than a day? And a sparkler spelling out the word poo, that was very funny. Yeah. That is, what a launch. They can really put a spin on it, can't they? Yeah. Because everyone in school is going to be talking about that, and that's like 40% of the entire market, all in one building. However, I think as soon as you leave school, I think they're pushing it even towards the people doing their exams. Like, who's interested in jokes? Like yeah. joke shop crap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Tat stocking fillers. Weasley's yeah. whopping whoopee cushions. Come on, lads. It's not the time. Yeah, and the whole idea of a whoopee cushion is that you can hide it. That is never going to fool anyone. 
a whopping one. <laughs> no Hagrid. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe. But then there are childish adults, aren't there, who might find uh, funny fireworks that spell poo amusing. Yeah, weird blokes. Harry has not been practising his oculomancy. No. I was like that with piano lessons. My piano teacher used to come round every Tuesday and I'd never have practised during the week. So about... I'm the same. Yeah. About ten minutes before he'd turn up, I'd quickly try and learn this whole piece. And then when I'd play it, he'd be like, not practised, have you? I don't know. How can you tell? Well, for one, you sat backwards. Oh. Yeah. Number two, you've not lifted the lid up on the keys. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um, I, used to, I think I've said this on the pod before, but my guitar teacher quit me. He was like, no point. Oh, really? Well, I think my piano teacher was just like, well, we all know what's happening here. I'm getting paid. You're not learning. Let's just keep this going for as long as we can. <laughs> mine, mine took, that I wasn't practising. Mine took yeah. too much pride in it. He was like, no, nah, waste of my time. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it uh, to make a young man learn guitar. And if you're not going to do that, piss off. Oh. Well, it got to the point where, like, because he also used to compose music, this guy. And it got to the point where he'd come round and he'd just be like, hey, do you want to hear what I've uh, come up with this week? And I'm like, yeah. And then he'd play like this thing he'd composed and he'd go, what do you reckon? I'm like, yeah, good. And I'd be like a quarter of the lesson. <laughs> Me having to listen to what he'd done. But he, I think recently he ended up with like um, a credit in a film because he'd like composed something for a Hollywood movie or something. That's I know. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's what you get. If you don't practice, you end up just listening to the your piano teacher's compositions. He's very good. Um, he gets into a spat with Cho Chang. Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? And she's still jealous of Hermione. He said, "Oh, it's yeah. Hermione," and she's like, "Oh, will you fuck off about Hermione?" And then he's like, how dare you? Hermione's the most brilliant person. He's, he's really wicked to her. And I'm like, yeah. my advice, if you fancy someone, don't be horrid towards them. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, that's the trick. Isn't it? People, yeah, people say keep them mean, keep them keen. But what about be nice, they'll like you. Doesn't sound as good, but... Four simple things. No. Yeah, four simple things. Be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Be sweet. Yeah. Be handsome. Yeah. Be funny. Yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty much it, isn't it? And if they don't like you when you're all four of those things, then they're not the person for you. All right? <laughs> Just be yourself. That's our advice, isn't it? Unless you're a twat, Unless... then don't be yourself. Work on yourself. Be someone else. Be, lie, like pretend you're someone else. Continue oh, yeah, being a twat. Well. Continue being a twat deep down, but also yeah. <laughs> just pretend to not be. And then once you got them, pull the pull the rug from under their feet. Hey, I'm still a twat. No, I'm only messing. Don't do that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, that's terrible advice. Um, yeah, just in case people aren't reading between the lines, uh, sometimes we say things in earnest. So sometimes we joke. Be yourself. That was in earnest. Be it hide yourself being a twat. That was a joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, because what's that like? If you're just pretending to be someone else, that's just so much effort and. You'd rather someone who likes you for who you are rather than what they think you are. Like if someone, you know, thought I was a painter decorator, oh, I've got to make up all these painter decorating stories now. What a bloody nightmare. Whereas if I'm just myself, I don't have to make anything up, I just remember my life. Hmm. Seems quite simple, you know, doesn't it? Do you know how to call this chapter? Go on. Harry Potter into the Snapeyverse. <laughs> That's very funny. He likes that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, into the Snapeyverse. He gets really transported good. into Snape's memories, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He sees well, thank God he stumbled upon that one because... There must be a few horrible ones. Well, Many of which is, Snape is nude. This, this is Snape's worst memory. I'm like, easy life. Well, I thought that. What about the bit where you've got uh, Harry's dead mum in your arms? Is that not your worst memory? Oh, I didn't mind no, that. no, it's when they threatened to take me undies off. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, obviously bullying's an awful thing to happen to anybody. But like, this guy's been through death. Trauma, all sorts of horrific things. Um, you think, oh yeah, that's the worst one. Harry gets transported into this world and he's like, right, where am I? Yeah. He sees some scruffy cunt and he goes, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that guy scratching fleas out of his hair with his back leg. That is my dad. Must be. And he sees Sirius Black and he goes, oh, he's sexy. Must be my, must be my stepdad. Oh no, what's he called? Godfather. <laughs> what a gang this lot are. A group of lads. Yeah. They're all having a laugh and a chat. Compared to Harry's, amazing. Like look at Harry's gang. If I was Harry, I'd be like, oh, what's the point? Yeah, I know they're a gang of bullies, but yeah, they do seem to have more chemistry than Harry and his mates. Because Harry and his mates are like, we've got to finish this by tomorrow. I know Hermione. Whereas, like, these lot are just, like, having a laugh, aren't they? <laughs> Do you want Dr. Yeah. from getting a pound on them? And they're very affectionate with each other. I, I, think, I think the nickname Padfoot is too affectionate. Like, it's too... Um, it's like if I called you, like, Soft Tummy. <laughs> hey, that sounds nice. I'd like to be called that from now on. I can be Soft Tummy. And um, you can be strong knees. <laughs> yeah, it's pad foot. Oh, because his foot is padded. Oh, what are you talking about? Mm. Call him, call him, uh, call him a mauler. Call him XL bully. <laughs> <laughs> he is an XL bully. This chapter, he's horrible. Um. Yeah, then again, they've got Wormtail in the gang. I don't think... I can't believe they've got Wormtail in this gang. I don't think... 
Yeah, he doesn't quite fit the rest of them, does he? He's not bringing anything. No. Yeah, you'd think Wormtail would be hanging around with Snape or something, wouldn't you? Because he doesn't seem to like being with them all. He's just fascinated by the bullying. I, th- I think he must like their uh, camaraderie. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a big old boring bit where they're all doing an exam. That goes on for a while. And then Harry sees James Potter, his dad, bullying Snape. Oh. It must be horrible finding out your dad's a bully. My dad's a bully. My dad's a bully. Great, my dad's a bully. Great. Yeah. I'm the son of a bully, am I? Yeah, the only one who could ever teach him was the son of a bully. If, well, yeah, because bloody hell, like, it'd be weird. Because obviously he's passed away now, Harry's dad, but imagine having to then look him in the eye and be like, I've seen what you did, bully. I just having to think about that about your own dad. He's a bully. Because I suppose even if you would hear about something like that, it would be like spun in a way where he wouldn't sound like a bully. Be like, oh yeah, we used to wind Snape up when we were kids. Like, oh. Sounds like you bullied him. And it sounded like Snape just wanted to be involved as well, peeping on him. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because they, they are bullying Snape, but then Snape is quite feisty with it. He's not, like, giving in to the bullying. He's, mm. um... He retaliates, doesn't he? Mm. Hmm. Well, at least his mum's got a moral compass. She tries to, uh... stop it, stop it all. Um... Think they're bloody out. like these. The way they behave in this chapter is worse than anything Malfoy's ever done. I reckon. Uh, yeah, sexual assault. Yeah, bloody. Out. I know. Yeah, like Malfoy's never hung anybody up by their their foot. Or, I see. I don't know. And then Snape, like, so they see his graying underpants. Pathetic. Yeah. Snape, wash your whites with your whites. Don't wash your whites with your robes, okay? Yeah, come on, it looks dirty. We know they're clean. We know they're clean. Me and you, we know they're clean, yeah? I'd say... Because you've mixed them with your blacks, they look dirty. Say, James Potter, James, would you mind using the bubble mouth spell on me underpants, please? They could do with a nice little wash. (laughs) (laughs) I like the bubble bubble mouth. Bubble mouth, not bubble pants. Well, just imagine I've got a mouth in my pants and just have at me. No, bubble wrap. <coughs> yeah, and then Snape like, and then Snape starts. <coughs> Lily like stands up for him, and then he starts insulting her, calling her a mudblood. And then you went the and spoil it all had. by saying something stupid like "you're mudblood." <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> You mud blood. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about that. That's his worst memory, okay. Does this, Tom, give you more empathy for Snape as a person? Um, me? I think when I was a little boy, it may have. But as a, an adult man now... 
let me think. Yeah, when I first read this, I remember being glued to the page as a little boy, like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Harry, uh, finally a chapter about Harry's dad. This is exciting. Harry's yeah. broken through into Snape's memories. Um, and then it, you do see that vulnerability side when they come out of the, uh, I don't know, session, <laughs> mind yeah, reading yeah, session. Yeah. Where Snape's like, oh yeah, now you fucking see, don't you? Now you fucking know why I'm like this. Like, okay, yeah, maybe I suppose. Is that? I guess that's why you hate me then. Fine, but I never yeah. did that. <laughs> I suppose if I was Harry, I would feel sorry for him. Yeah, I would a bit. Yeah, because at the end, it's like maybe everything he said about my dad was right. He is a bit of a arrogant bugger. My dad's an actor. Yeah, Snake boy, pulls boy. him out in the middle of the memory. And Harry's like, hey, I was watching that. And he's like, oh, come out. All right. Come out. I missed the hey. end. Did, did they take your undies off? That is not the point. You should not be reading, watching my memories. That's private. You've been reading mine. Take that I'm as your yes. teacher. Hey, I was watch hey, I was watching that. <laughs> I was watching that. Why did you have to change the channel? Seen that clip of um, Harry Potter talking to the Chuckle Brothers? <laughs> no. An actual clip. Yeah. I don't, I've, got, I've meant to share it on our story, but... Um, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, when he's like seven years old, and he's in like a studio yeah. audience with the Chuckle Brothers, and they're there like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then he gets to ask him a question. He goes, if you weren't comedians, um, what profession would you be? And then uh, yeah. Barry goes, oh, I'd, I'd always like to have been a footballer. And then Paul goes, he's no good at football. He's a daft cunt. And they're like, okay. oh, did that answer your question, little boy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, it'll be interesting to see how Harry is with Snape from now on. Now he's got a glimpse into his past and how Snape will be with Harry now. If you'd so have seen a video of me being um, bullied, would you? Would it change your opinion of me? No, not at all. Would I, you. Do you know that I've seen the video? Do I know that you have seen the video? Yeah. Yes. In this scenario, yeah. Well, I'd be like, oh, that's horrible, wasn't it? You'd be like, yeah. No, I don't think Get out of my memories! Opinion. Those are my private memories! Hey, I was watching that! So, yeah, I'm excited to see how their relationship's going to progress from now on. So, well, how many? How many? Upside down baby boys. Are you giving this chapter out of five? I thought this chapter was great. I feel like the, the book's ramping up at the minute. And this was another good chapter. Umbridge is in full power. We get the fun with the fireworks. We get Snake's worst memory. Stuff about Lily. Stuff about Harry's dad. James. Stuff about Snape. I thought it was bloody good. It's very... 
it feels like, even though we're not actually moving along with the main plot line, I think it's all good juicy stuff. So I'm gonna give this a nearly perfect four and a half dangling baby boys out of five. Nearly perfect? How can you be nearly perfect? Now for me, this chapter bored me. I hate things with Umbridge. I hate, uh... I was thinking as I was listening to it, I was like, should we just skip this book and then go to Half Blood Prince? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um uh I was like boring Umbridge, sick of Filch, sick of Draco, sick of Harry Potter. But then this scene happened. We were thrown yeah. into the past. The vulnerability of Snape. The old gimpy gang being bullies together. Now, this really caught my yeah. attention. It was a shame it was only quite short, but it really had me. And for that reason, it saved it completely. I can give this chapter no less than four and a half dangling baby boys upside down out of five. Wonderful. <sighs> you got no quiz? No, no, there's no call for one this week. No one wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for the nation's favourite segment, because there wasn't another segment this week. It's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. Now, what's in a beak this week? Well, we've had a lovely five-star review from me, one, two, four, five, six, three, four, five. And they say the most amazing thing ever. Hello, me. One, just two, three, before four, five, I joined. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, just before I joined year six. Oh, it's a child. Hello. I introduced my best friend Lucy into the podcast, but I have one thing I don't like. I love the Peeves impression. So can Lucas and Tom do it way more? And also, please talk about Harry Potter more. I'm a massive fan. We Luke. talk about Harry Potter every week. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about Harry Potter more than we do. All right, but thank you so much for making me laugh. Potvision, boys. That's so funny. What's this? Oh, it's a bad back episode. I'm going to give this one a miss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the Harry Potter content. I always skip to 20 minutes whenever I listen to Potvision because I, I do not want to hear about their lives. But <laughs> hey, well, we've never heard you do a Peeves impression, have we? They're banned. They are banned. No children, man, woman, animal, or anything should have to hear. You've done yours for this episode. Yeah, I have actually. Let me do mine then. All right. So Sorry, what, me. One, two, four, five, six, three, four, five. Well, I'll I'll do a I'll do a peas impression then. What kind of things does he say? Don't do the impression. Just give me the words. He just like naughty, haughty, uh, Harry Potter, whaty. Oh, naughty horsey, Harry Potty, Watty, oh! There you go, that was Peeves. Now, we've had another message on Instagram from Danielle. And Danielle says, hi there, I just wanted to message and say I love the podcast. I was watching Harry Potter the other night and just listening to the podcast has changed my perception. Hilarious, currently on book three. I wanted to shout out to my friend Robin. She got me into the podcast and took me to see your Chamber of Secrets show at the Fringe this year. I can't wait to see you guys live again. Oh, thank you very much, Danielle. Now, I've had another message from 
uh, Katie Claydon, and she says, she sent us an email, she says, Hi Potter Vision boys, I'm a massive fan of the pod. I saw you in Chorley and Edinburgh this year, and I'm almost caught up with the podcast. I'm so happy to have Potter Vision and Double Vision in my life. I listen to you every day and often find myself at work with random Potter Vision quotes or tunes going through my head. Can't wait to hopefully see you again live next year. Potter Vision salutes. Now, she has one question for us. <laughs> when we hear it, we've got to do it. Um, if So this is for you, Tom. Yeah. If you could pick one of these three things to delete from Harry Potter, what would you pick? Quidditch, Dobby, or Peeves? Who, what would you get rid of? Quidditch. Quidditch, yeah. Yeah, because at least Dobby and Peeves, you don't have to put up with them for very long, do you? I think I'd pick Quidditch as well, to be honest. I think Quidditch, yeah. yeah. I think Dobby and Peeves are in it just about the right amount of time. But yeah, Quidditch. Go away. Okay, uh, yeah, and our final message, we've had a message on Patreon from one of our patrons, Holly Krasniki, so thank you very much for getting in touch. Now, Holly says, I was just listening to episode 124 and was laughing out loud at the sheep have no purpose conspiracy theory. I lived on a sheep farm for years and can confirm that we hate when people walk through the fields. Mostly because it causes birthing problems and lamb separation from the mother during lambing. Okay. If you guys would like to see what sheep farming is like, I can arrange for the Pottervision boys to go lambing in the spring. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Should we do it? Should we go and uh, help baby lambs be born? Yeah, and... <laughs> it could be, be like one of those things, you know, like, so Tommy Robinson went on like a, a tirade for years being like hateful yeah. towards other um, people of yeah. backgrounds. And then he did a special yeah. on like BBC where he like converted to Islam or something. It's like, look, it's, he loves it now as well. Hey! <laughs> I think we could do that. That sounds great. Yeah, so we'll take you up on your offer, Holly. Um, and she says she's looking forward to receiving her two metres square of grass, <laughs> as will everybody in the UK under our new doctrine. So thank you so much for getting in touch. Now, as always, we've got some new patrons to welcome to the fold. And our first patron is a baby Harry, and it is Lauren. Oh. Lauren. I mean, if we got Jesus Christ, I'm gonna start doing as many that. as you can do. <laughs> Lauren, you are yeah. a baby vacationing in Hawaii. Aloha, 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 aloha. <laughs> Hope that's not offensive. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is nodding. Uh, <laughs> you are sat with your mum and dad at the beach when an alien crash lands from space. Um, he uh, he's on the run. He's on the lamb, right? And he <laughs> decides to be. Your pet dog. He puts two of his arms inside because he's got 
six. He puts two inside, and then he's got four dogs, and he's your pet dog. This dog is bad, but you love him with all your heart. Um, and it gets to the point where he gets too violent, right? Uh, and he tries to hurt you. That's when I step in. My name is uh, Jumba. I created him. I'm from a different planet. Uh, so I take him away. And just before I do, I'll give you a couple of kisses. Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I've never seen that, so I didn't have a clue what you were going on about. <laughs> you never seen that? There is no place I'd rather be than the ocean blue. I surf on the sunset beyond the horizon. The only fact I know about that is they had to completely reanimate the a bit near the end. So in the film, they crash into a jungle or something. But they had to reanimate it because originally it was crashing into a city and it was released shortly after 9-11. So they redid the what? whole uh, the whole sequence. Well, you got to bring that up. We're trying to have a nice time. All right, sorry. So, <laughs> thank you for your support, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> now we've got another new baby, Harry. And this is Juan. Juan, you are the son of an astronaut. Your father is going to part on a mission to Mars. Right? He's at NASA. Ten. Nine. Eight. You notice something. Your father has forgotten his space helmet. So you start walking towards the rocket with his helmet. I need to give my daddy his helmet. Seven. Six. Five. You're so close. The rocket starts. There are flames coming out the bottom. I... A happier rocket watcher sees the whole thing. I'm like, oh no, that baby boy is going to get burnt. So I run towards the rocket and I grab you just as it takes off. Four, three, two. I shield you from the flames. They engulf my back. Oh, the skin is melting mm. off me. Oh, you, you're smelling it. <laughs> Smells nice, but it's not. It's my flesh and bones. <laughs> I hold you up and I die and uh, you've lost two men in your life today because your dad's up in space without a helmet and I'm down here having had the skin melted off my back yeah so thank you very much Juan we've got a baby Hermione and our baby Hermione is Rian Elizabeth what is it? Rian Elizabeth Welsh. Yeah, maybe you can just say Rian. Maybe she says Rian, I don't know. Re Rian or Rian Elizabeth. I've tried my best with that. <laughs> you are on Blackpool Promenade. Quite the holiday. Quite the holiday, if I do say so myself. You're strolling around the comedy carpet. La 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 la. Atop Blackpool Tower, looking down at you. Is King Seagull. You heard of him? Well, in Blackpool, there's a seagull called King Seagull. He is five times the size of any other seagull. La 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 la. Um, one of your guardians passes you an ice cream as you walk around the comedy carpet reading everything. King Seagull licks his lips. <laughs> He swoops down 
you think, oh, everyone's like, oh, he's probably just going to take the ice cream. He's going to eat you, right? He opens his massive seagull mouth. <laughs> scooping you up, taking you almost whole, right? Who else is on the comedy carpet? Me. Now, I'm 1.2 times the size of a normal man. As King Seagull <clears throat> tries to fly away with you, I hold his foot and pull him back down. His <laughs> eyebrows go up, shot like, what the hell? No one's ever done this. I'm like, I will happily sit idle by and watch you eat children, King Seagull. But not this one. This is a visitor, right? We don't have people coming to Blackpool and leaving thinking that we have a reputation of us eating the holidaymakers' children. I start punching King Seagull in his gut. Yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> he vomits you up. Covered in vomit, I hold you in the Blackpool sunlight and... So thank you very much, Rian or Rian Elizabeth. And you've heard it here, folks. Tom claims to be 1.2 times the size of an average man. That is over a foot taller than the average human male. I kind of meant like, oh. uh, you know, just mass. Oh, mass. Oh, yeah, that might be true. So, next we have got a new baby Hermione, and it's Thomas Ind. Thomas Ind. Thomas Ind. You are the baby of a king. And a queen. <laughs> Both your parents died at childbirth. I always take risks when I say stuff like that. Because... <laughs> These babies could be orphans. Terrible things could have happened to them. I always put their parents in mortal danger or say they've passed away. But that is the game of the babies. But you're a king. So that's, yeah. you're the child of a royalty. Yeah. How did the king die in childbirth? <laughs> Broken heart. Broken heart, yeah, it makes sense. Broken heart. The, a royal decree is sent out. This baby needs a guardian till he reaches the age of eight where he can become king of the kingdom. Yeah? Mm. Thousands of people line up, right? Tens of thousands. For a moment with this baby... To try and win his favour. Mm. People try nasty little tricks, you know. Ah, try and make him laugh like that. Fart noises with her armpit. <laughs> Baby's displeased. Baby's displeased. One person comes in. Man, right? It's a man. Comes in, he's like, I would like to give the royal baby... Some sweets and chocolates. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that's good. Winning baby's favour with sweets and chocolates. Everyone knows babies love sweets and chocolates, right? I'm ten people back in the line watching that going, uh, 
I thought we didn't feed other people's babies. I'm talking out loud like that. And people can just kind of annoy mm. like ignoring me. I'm trying to get like a discussion going, but people are just ignoring me. I'm like, I thought we didn't feed other people's babies. I don't know about you. I've never fed someone else's baby before, especially like a stranger. He goes up to you, the royal baby, and he places a cube of fudge upon your tongue, right? I get a whiff yeah. of that fudge. I've eaten fudge in my life. I go, that's not fudge. That's poison. Run. Ten people forward in the line. I slap the fudge off the baby's tongue. (laughs) (laughs) This man, right, he tries to run away. I grab him by the collar, pull him back. I hold him, right? I'm 1.2 times the size of normal men. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I say, were you trying to kill the royal baby? He goes like this. Kill the royal baby? Try and kill the royal baby. I go, were you trying to kill a royal baby? I pinch his neck even harder. I go, are you a Frenchman? He goes, yeah. He can't deny it. They can't, if you ask him, they have to say, because they, they will never deny their yeah. heritage. And I say, were you going to try and kill a royal baby? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. I put a bullet in the back yeah. of his head. Not in my kingdom. Hold the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I've won his favour to be his guardian for the rest of his life. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Thomas Ind. Now, we've got uh, baby Dudley here. Now, Dudley is our highest uh, tier that you can join. So thank you so much to Nick Milner for supporting us on the baby Dudley tier. And he has requested that he would like uh, a Tarantino-inspired baby story. <laughs> if you can muster one. Okay. Should it be the one about uh, Nazi Germany, or uh, should it be one of his other films? Let's have a little think. Here. Yeah. Done a few. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, well, while Tom's thinking, I might as well advertise. You know that if you join us on the Patreon at any level, our next podcast episode uh, will be a live one and. We're doing it online live, and if you're a Patreon, you can join us, and it's going to be a Halloween special, and Tom and I are going to be dressed up, and you are welcome to dress up as well in a Halloween costume of your choice, Mm. and uh, yeah, it should be a good laugh. We're just going to record the episode, have some Halloween fun, and yes, you just go to patreon.com forward slash pottervision, and you can, can access that and loads of other goodies. So... Nick Milner, Baby Dudley. What have you got, Tom? Nick Milner. Now, Nick. <clears throat> a heist. <laughs> a heist has been in operation to steal not money, but a baby. You. Oh. Right? You were taken from your family home, right? And off to a warehouse... Where along the way, a policeman has been kidnapped because he was at the site of the kidnapping uh, before it happened. How did he know? Uh, Time for a bit of torture. 
I put you to the side. I go, <laughs> watch this. Put on a bit of music. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. I start throwing gasoline in this man's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's horrible. Oh, horrible. I go, someone tie his hands down. <laughs> tie his hands down. And I carry on throwing gasoline in his face. Yeah. And he's like, I hate this. He stands up and he turns his back to me. I go, tie his feet as well. <laughs> it's too late. He's already got his... I go, turn him around. He goes, too heavy. So I have to go around the back of him, start throwing more gasoline in his face. I go, you're not nice, is it? You don't like gasoline. Yeah. He goes, gasoline. He goes, it's water. I go, oh, for sake. I go, where's gasoline? Someone goes to me, it's £1.63 at the minute. We're not paying that. I go, trying to torture a man. Water's <laughs> not enough. Splashing water. They go, uh, you don't know what you're doing, you. I go, pass me a knife. Flick yeah. knife. I go, I about cut his ear off, right? Flick it open. I go, Tsh. I go, do you like this? Do you like this? Right, he's looking at me, smiling. Yeah. I go, not scared of knives? He goes, you've not seen, have you? I look, it's one of them flick knives. It's a comb. I'm like, I'm pulling my hair out. He goes, don't. Ah. He goes, don't pull your hair out. Comb your hair. I go, oh, you've annoyed me. <laughs> I got a pun. Yeah. I got to punch him in the stomach. I go, I'm about that. He starts laughing. He goes, you soft, you. Yeah. I go, I'm soft, am I? I go, have another. Punch him again. He's got a hard back book about Greek mythology under his top. I'm like. Oh my god. Yeah. I go he goes, You've not bothered asking me anything, you've just been <laughs> pathetically trying to hurt me. I go, fine. How did you know? He goes, uh, Mr. Shit told me. I go, there's no Mr. Shit. There's a Mr. Brown, but there's no Mr. Shit. He goes, fine. <laughs> Mr. Brown told me. Mr. Brown poo. I go, oh my god. I turn to Mr. Brown, I go, Did you tell him? He goes, Yeah, he's my best mate. I go, well, why did you still turn up to the heist and the kidnapping and that? He goes, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just coasting through life at the minute. I'm just coasting. <laughs> More police turn up, right? They go, give us back, baby. I go, can I kiss him first? He goes, if you want. <laughs> Hold him up. <laughs> if you want. Give him back. I guess we'll allow that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fantastic! Hey, I think that was better than your tossing and turning joke. That was a fantastic story. Very exciting. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Nick Milner. Do you have any more in you, Tom? How many was that? That was five. I think we do five a week. Otherwise, it gets boring. All right, five a week. So, thank you so much to all of our patrons, and that was Hedwig's Droppings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening or watching along. We do appreciate it. 125 episodes. Bloody hell, you've listened to a lot. Um, yeah, so just a few little uh, advertisements. Um, yeah, we've got this live podcast recording for the next episode of the pod. We're recording that live on the 29th of October. I think it's in the afternoon. It's like four o'clock or something like that. Um, and it's a Halloween special, so you can get dressed up or put some spooky makeup on or uh, just do something horrible while you're watching. But yeah, you just have to join us on any tier and you can access that. Mm -hmm. We've also got shows in January. We can now advertise these. 
Tickets are available for the London one. We're in London on January the 7th. And very, very shortly, tickets will also be available for Manchester. We're going to be in Manchester on January the 5th. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be in Liverpool on January the 12th. And we would love to see you there for some New Year's shenanigans. First half will be our new show that we've put together in the Edinburgh Fringe, based on the Chamber of Secrets. And the second half will be a live podcast recording. So, yeah, we're excited about all those things. Next week... We will be releasing that live episode, Halloween episode. It'll be episode 126, chapter 29 of book five, Careers Advice. You have been a tossing but not turning Tom Lawrenson. And you have been the forever oh so charming Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Potter Vision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Potter Vision.